This is Kate Beckinsale. You're listening to Beckinsale. Hiya, Puddin'. Welcome to Beckinsale with Mr. J, Mr. J, and Mr. K. <laughs> That's as good That's as it's it. going to get. <laughs> 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 that was as good. <laughs> what do you mean as good as again? That was wonderful. That wasn't, though, because I wasn't as high as I wanted to be. That was no, like, that was the best curly from the three Stooges impression <laughs> I've ever yeah, heard. Yeah, same here, same oh, here. Oh, my guy. <laughs> Welcome to Bacon Cell. I'm Joel. I'm Ken. And Jacob. Ah. Well done. Oh, I, I was like, I could do a Harley Quinn. Maybe. And then I, it came out. As soon as it came out, I'm like, no, but I'm going to go with it. We always have this struggle outside the show where I'm like, let's just have a professional intro where we just don't really have to improvise or anything. And, and it's then, your fault that you have that to do happens. stuff like that. What's my fault? Because you, you like the random yeah, and you're intros. Good at it. If it was I, only me doing intros, we would have a professional intro every <laughs> single time. No, it's because your voice is probably the, the most professional because you're like, welcome to Bacon Cell with our special guest, so-and-so. <laughs> and you guys like start snickering. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, you didn't do a Harley Quinn voice. <laughs> oh, that's who it was. Oh, Harley oh, Quinn. It wasn't Curly. It was yeah. Harley Quinn. Uh, so... First of all, thank you once again to everyone who submitted questions uh, for our past show, for our year show. We're on to our second year now, gentlemen. Woo-hoo! So today we're talking wow, about Karate Kid two, 3 and Karate Kid 4. Go. Okay. No. <laughs> Karate Kid 3 is the retread of Karate Kid 1. It clearly. Is Karate Kid 4, are we calling that the next Karate yeah, Kid? Yeah, we'll just call it the next Karate Kid. Not the reboot? Well, that's another one, too. Right. We could have a whole show about that. Oh, year three. Here we come. Let's just rehash all the topics we did for the first year on the mm-hmm. second year with updates. It worked, yeah, it worked really well the first year, so let's just do it again. Yeah. Exactly the same. I have this great idea, guys. It's a fast food show <gasps> where oh. we tier fast food. Let's let's go ahead and tease that. I like that idea. You want it? Yeah. You might as well. I all mean, right. We have pizza in the room again. We are, are looking to do a uh, pizza tiering, a fa- fast food pizza franchise tiering show national chains only national chains only well mostly mostly but that's not what we're talking about today no no it's not because today we are talking about jacob summer movie preview Woo! yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. just to clarify we're summer is technically anytime from now until august yeah and honestly it's an awkward time to start since we've already had a couple blockbusters come out well that that's the way the year's gone though we had yeah. batman v superman which started in march Really, really soon, we're going to have a big movie, which we're going to talk about. But it, summer starts earlier and earlier every year. And really, I, I think there's only three movie seasons. There's the crappy movie season, right. which is January to March, basically. There's summer, which is... Are you including Batman v Superman in that? No, Batman v Superman is at the cusp. Oh, okay. You would. Because you, you just said it was in March, and then no, that was the crappy season. No, generally, it's the graveyard. That's what's This year is the uh, difference. That's what yeah. weirds me out, is, is that usually this time of year is like, you know, dead time for movies. Yes. We already had a, a couple of really big movies no, already. Like Deadpool in February? Like, this year is different than Deadpool, any Deadpool, Batman v Superman, and Jungle Book now. I, I think this is the movie uh, industry's equivalent of $5 Tuesdays, <laughs> where they're just... <laughs> kind of spreading it they're out. They're just trying to get people into the theaters, because they know it's a slow month. Right. So, it's award season and all that. They don't really want to do movies, so... And generally on this show, I mean, we did a summer movie preview last year. We, we, we do three. We? Yeah. Wow. How'd it go? <laughs> Was I there for that one? Yeah, you talked it went about. Well. They went well. You talked about some movie that still hasn't come out. Masterminds. Yeah. Still has not come out. I think one of your top ones was the uh, Adam Sandler one. What was that? The video game one? Oh, yeah, Pixel. Yeah, Pixel. Pixel. <laughs> Should we just replay that show? I still haven't <laughs> seen that, that one. How wrong we all I, were. I bet I could find my notes for that one. <laughs> no thanks. <laughs> yeah. Pixels could have been fun. It could if have been. it were yeah. anything. I still different. haven't seen it because I was just told by everyone it's terrible. So, listener, we've got a list of the top five and worst five choices. And or... when we say worst five, uh, we are talking about kind of like movies we want to fail. Is is kind of how I spun it. I think you yeah. did too. 
Oh, yeah. So there we go. Movies I'm excited for. Last year at this time, Ant-Man, Masterminds, Pixels, Mad Max, Fury Road, and Tomorrowland. Wow, those really worked out. It, but you really like Mad Max. Like, one out of five ain't bad. <laughs> it's exactly right. <laughs> one out of five. And then I haven't even seen two of them because, yeah, it didn't. Because we told you not to. Yeah, and then Goosebumps. Yep. Honorable mentions were Goosebumps, Inside Out, Spy, Jurassic World, and Fantastic Four. <laughs> wow. You're not a good no, guesser. No, no, no. I, I think I put Fantastic Four in my top five. You did. You, you absolutely did. Because we had In fact, that was one of your top one or two, wasn't it? No, it was like number four. My note is Fantastic Four. My note is, could it possibly be good? But, I mean, Goosebumps was good. I liked Spy. I liked, I liked Jurassic World, and that was fine. Yeah, so, it was okay. There you go. Yeah, that, was fun. that was fun to look back. Thanks for indulging me. Yep. <laughs> All right, so let's get started. On this year's ready? movies, summer movie preview. All right, Joel, how about you? All right, so number five, most anticipated, is actually one that's going to be coming out this week. And it's Keanu, <laughs> the Key and Peele movie. Wow. I, is this a real choice? Because I know that your favorite game is saying like two fake choices before every real choice. Yeah, but this one I actually was excited for. Is, is there, do you have a summary here? Uh, yes. It's friends hatch a plot to retrieve a stolen kitten by posing as drug dealers for a street gang. Isn't this R? Yeah. I'm st- I can still anticipate R-rated movies, Jacob. <laughs> oh, you're <laughs> not going to see it in theaters, though. Well, I'm not going to see theaters, but I can still anticipate it. But uh, it's Key and Peele, which I, I find their comedy absolutely hilarious. And when I saw the trailer... I was really, I really enjoyed the trailer because I mean they got the little kitty and he's adorable and it's just so it's a cliched action movie. It seems very in the vein of like the Ice Cream trilogy. Yes, and so I, I think I'm going to enjoy it regardless, even if it's a dumb movie because it's going to be fun. Yeah, and so and it's about a cute cat. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's about a, an action movie revolving around an adorable kitten who's who's kidnapped and they have to go right. find him and, and fight guys and stuff like that. And I think that I think it's going to be funny. And the cat's name is Keanu. It's almost like the answer to John Wick, which is basically a country song with guns. <laughs> Love I, that movie. I like John Wick. No, John Wick is great, but it really was about. I just got this dog somehow after my wife died. No spoilers. <laughs> uh, come on, that's, that's for, <laughs> first time story. Story in John Wick, <laughs> and, and then he goes on this rampage. Whereas, Whoa! Spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> If you haven't seen John Wick, it's it's very entertaining, but it is very just kind of like shoot 'em up, uh, good guy shooting a bunch of people. It's great. It's a lot, yep, of, it, it's a it lot really of fun is. for guys. I'm very excited for Keanu. It it wasn't screened for anybody. I don't think it will be. I, I don't think critics are going to like it, but I think it'll be one of those fun movies everyone will enjoy and like talk about it. And it'll be, you know I don't think you'll like it as much because it's comedy. But I actually love Keanu Pill. Okay. Like they're yeah. Well, and I guess it's a hybrid. they're the exception. It's an, it's an action me. comedy. It's it's like uh, and that's what I love. Shoot, I just blanked on the name. What's the middle ice cream trilogy? Hot, hot, yeah, fuzz. hot fuzz. I think it'll be in that vein of Hot Fuzz, which would make me very happy because that's my favorite of the trilogy. More than Shaun of the Dead. Yes, really. Yes, interesting. I love it. Absolutely love it. Because that thing is, I, I've noticed that people that like horror movies tend to like Shaun of the Dead more. People who like action movies more tend to like Hot Fuzz more. I thought you were more of a horror movie guy, so this is interesting to me. Hot Fuzz caught me totally off guard. Yeah, honestly, like. And I think it was throughout the movie, I was like, oh, this isn't Shaun of the Dead. I don't know if I really like this as much. But as soon as I saw this, the live stage production. Spoilers! Of Romeo and Juliet in Hot Fuzz. It's not just the live action of Romeo and Juliet. It's like the live action of the Boz Lerman Romeo and Juliet. (laughs) I don't care about anything (laughs) but you. But it's hilarious. It's good. And then the movie completely changed to shock me. More gut laughs in that movie than I think any movie ever for me. All right. So yeah, we I both love agree. that movie. We're both excited for Hot Fuzz. <laughs> <laughs> From 2006. Uh, all right, Kent. Uh, you're going to be next. All right. My number five most anticipated movie of the summer. It's an August movie. And, and August is always kind of hard for me to decide 
is it quite summer? Because this is when some serious movies start coming out. I think August is still summer. Because this yeah. one is a serious movie. It's The Founder. The Founder. The Founder. Is that the one about the Ariel Little Mermaid's little friend? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's the flounder. That's the flounder. My mistake. What's yeah. the founder? So the founder stars your guy, Michael Keaton. Hey, I like Michael Keaton. Uh, this is the IMDb Joel's in. synopsis. I'm in. The founder tells a true story of how Illinois salesman Ray Kroc met brothers Mac and Dick McDonald operating a hamburger restaurant in Southern California in the it's 1950s. The story of McDonald's? Kroc subtly maneuvers himself into a position to, to take control of their company. So this is so a, basically Macbeth. Yeah, no, this is a story of these two nice guys running a hamburger joint, McDonald's, and this guy coming in and being like, hey, this is a great idea. I will now steal this into what McDonald's is today. And so this is describing that whole story. Is it based on a true story? It is. How true? And Nick Offerman plays one of the brothers, McDonald. Uh, and like I said, Michael... Wait, Michael that feels Nick, really appropriate. Nick Offerman <laughs> and Michael, Michael Keaton? Yes. I'm in. No, seriously. This... I have a lot of hope for this movie. Michael Keaton is on the upswing right now. Is it a comedy or is it a drama? I think it's more of a drama. I'm still in. Yeah. Although Nick Offerman, that'll, that'll be weird to have him in a drama. Well, he does a lot of Sundance stuff, but it's always like dark humor. Yeah. Yeah. And I think he may be the same kind of character, but this is going to be a real sad story. This is a nice choice. I mean, it's a hipster choice. I haven't even heard yeah, of it. That's me. But I'm intrigued. But yeah, me too. Yeah. Me so too. this one comes out August 5th and it will be PG-13. So... Thanks, Joel. Jim. You can anticipate it. Yeah, I'm allowed to anticipate it. <laughs> You're not sitting if you anticipate the R-rated movie. Yeah. All right. My number four choice for uh, most anticipated is actually it comes out May 20th, and it's The Nice Guys, uh, starring. You can't anticipate this one either, Joel. Sorry, Ryan. <laughs> starring Ryan Gosling and Russell Crowe. Uh, and here's the little synopsis of it. A private eye investigates the apparent suicide of a fading star in the 1970s Los Angeles in 1970s Los Angeles and uncovers a conspiracy. It sounds very drama-y and, you know, film noir, mm-hmm. but the trailer was really funny. Like, yeah. it, it, was, it was entertaining because Ryan Gosling is kind of just this whiny character who can't really handle what's going on. And Russell Crowe's like this rough around the edges uh, private investigator type guy. And so they're constantly clashing with one another, and I like that dynamic. And I think I think both these mm-hmm. are, are talented actors, and so I think it's going to be a fun, kind of a playful movie. I, I'm looking forward to. Did it. you ever see Kiss Kiss Bang Bang? I haven't seen that one actually. I wanted to because really? this is Shane Black again, it right? Is. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. yeah. No, you you're definitely in for a treat. Oh, Shane Black. So it's set during Christmas. Yeah, most likely. <laughs> it probably is. Yeah. Inside director jokes. <laughs> that, that guy can't help himself, really. No, seriously. If you look up Shane Black's work. Almost every movie has Christmas in it for some reason. Like, Lethal how have you Weapon, not seen Kiss Kiss Iron Bang Man Bang? 3. I don't know. I yeah, and how could you be in, excited for this one without seeing his last one? Okay, it was just like I this. I can't anticipate this one either. <laughs> Jacob's throwing out caveats of why I can or cannot anticipate <laughs> Yeah, you definitely movie. can't. I mean, you're like, oh, I can't wait till this comes out. I don't need the context next of Kiss, year on Kiss DVD. Bang Bang. This isn't a sequel. <laughs> no, this isn't a sequel harsh, to Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Well, I mean, I, it's just confusing. I mean, you can't be excited for it this summer when you're not going to see it this summer. I could be excited for a movie, Jacob. And it will probably come out in August on DVD. Honest, <laughs> that could so. be, yeah. Yeah, that could be. I'm excited for my kid, even though he's not going to be born in this month. So I'm not, How? I'm not but you're able to see him, though, right? No. He's, Before next year? He's in my wife's belly. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where this is going. <laughs> Can I do my number four yet? I don't know. Let's see if Jacob will let you. <laughs> my number I'm, four. He's in a mood today. <laughs> yeah, go ahead, Kim. <laughs> my number four comes out May 20th as well. It is The, the Nice Guys by Shane Black. Yeah, high five. <laughs> can, can you really appreciate Yeah, because he's going to see it. <laughs> like, I'm going to see it, Jacob. When are you going to see it? When it comes out on DVD. Which will be when? 
know, three months. Could you, could you leave him alone a little bit? I, I did leave it alone. He brought it up again. <laughs> you brought it up with every movie I brought up so far. <laughs> well, let's see what the next one is. Jacob, I don't even see normal movies in theaters anymore. That's kind of true, yeah. <laughs> That's a good point. Where, where's he coming from? <laughs> I love it, though. <laughs> All right. So I, I'm Glad ready. One of us does. Russell, this looks like a, a role that Russell Crowe can just nail. I mean, this is Russell Crowe. It's fat Russell Crowe, though, throws, right? It is. If he it's throws gruff, a phone fat at, Russell Crowe. <laughs> if he throws a phone at someone's head, I am in. No, but th- that's like his, his role in the movie. Yeah. And Ryan Gosling playing, you know, like a weasel, basically. Yeah. And this one looks like a lot of fun. I think the banter is going to be great. The whole buddy investigation aspect. It's not a buddy cop movie, but no. Well, I think it's funny, too, that people think of Ryan Gosling as like this heartthrob from The Notebook. And mm-hmm. he doesn't, he, but the guy has acting chops. I he mean, really does. If you look at like Lars and the Real Girl, uh, he did a fantastic job in that. Um, Drive. And, well, he, he did fine in Drive. I thought yeah. the movie was mad, but soundtrack was great. He didn't have anything to do with that, though. Yeah, he's good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> he's good stuff. He's good stuff. <laughs> Ryan Gosling. Quotable quote. He's good stuff. Hey, girl. All right. What's your number three? All right. My number three comes out May 27th, and it's X-Men Apocalypse. This is one of those big summer blockbusters everyone's looking forward to. And uh, here's the synopsis. With the emergence of the world's first mutant, Apocalypse, the X-Men must unite to defeat his extinction-level plan. So this is, once again, part of that reboot of the X-Men first class line. And it has a lot of the the same people. It does look very interesting to me, and not just because of Olivia Munn. I think it just looks like it's going to be a fun... It's going to be that's one reason you're you're excited, though, right? But X-Men don't have a very good track record with their third movies. No, not at all. And so with the magic of First Class, which was a lot of fun, and then... uh, Days of Future Past. Days of Future Past was also really enjoyable. I love how they mixed the old and the new together Mm -hmm. and kind of just, you know... Pretended X Men Three got erased from existence. It's beautiful. And now this one, I'm really like, was. I, I hope. I hope that Brian Singer is able to pull this one out because I think he really could. But I just worry that we're they're banking too much on the star power and not enough about the story. That's what I'm worried about. Huh? But it's still my number three most anticipated. Have you even seen? Even though I might not see it in theaters. <laughs> well, you can though. <laughs> and it's not some like I crass can't. Key and Peele movie. Like there's some sort of law keeping me against. It. I don't think he'll he'll let you. <laughs> Have you seen the viral marketing for this movie? There's viral marketing for X-Men Apocalypse? It's actually really well done. What does that mean? So they, instead of releasing, like, here's the new TV spot, here's this footage that you've already seen, they're doing, like, I'll I'll show you right after this. They do, like, the, like, 1970s-esque documentary things where they're, like, it's, like, garbled. It's almost like it was on TV and it's, like... You know, you want to find out what caused Pompeii? You want to find out what caused the death of this, uh, you know, this civilization? Mm-hmm. Everyone thinks it's this guy or this old creation named En Sabanur. And mm-hmm. it, it feels like an old nature documentary. This is just online stuff? There, or yeah, it's team? online stuff. Hmm. And so they, they're being really creative with it, just making it kind of like Grindhouse, but also just... I don't know, just really creative. I'm just waiting for the time when the static comes on and General Zod comes on the TV and he's like, I'm looking for Kal-El. <laughs> don't wait for that. That might actually happen in reality. It's a creep, pretty creepy part in Man of Steel, actually. Yeah. Okay, so... Well, question for you guys. Yes. Do you think that movie's coming out too soon? Like, normally the X-Men are spread out a little bit more, and this one feels like it's returned to theaters really fast after Days of Future Past. When did Days of Future me. Past come out? Two years ago. Was it two full years? Oh. Okay. Yeah. It, was it two years before then, you think? First class was 2011. Uh, the last one was 2014. Yep. Yeah, I think that's two why. Years after. Yeah, it feels faster than normal, I guess. It's because they, 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 they went to the future and the past in the last one, so it got a little <laughs> right. confusing. It doesn't G- really matter. Are we ready for it, though? No, you're actually right. They've actually gone, like, every three years with the other movies, mm-hmm. uh, especially with, like, the first trilogy. 
I think they know that they have a good thing here with the X-Men again. Yeah. Hopefully that continues. Hopefully. And I think they were really putting their stakes on X-Men one year, Fantastic Four the next. X-Men the next year, Fantastic Four the next. <laughs> oh, That's going to work out. That's not going to happen. Oh. Is it? Really, really sad. Uh, well, and I, I always wonder, whenever they have these large ensemble casts, how long it's going to last. And... I mean, Hugh Jackman has said he's not going to be Wolverine forever. I think he even said he's, oh, he's gonna, done now. Yeah, yeah, he's got like I think he's pretty much done with the role. So then the question is, who's going to play his role? And then how many of these actors in this ensemble are going to continue with this? Because from what we've heard, and you know, when Kent and I have been in all these Marvel movies when we signed our contracts, they <laughs> they basically own you. And so I, I wonder how many people, how many of these actors are going to stick on longer than their contract requires them. Well, actually, the next Wolverine movie is Old Man Logan. Oh, that's right. And so it's supposed to be the death of Wolverine. Really? Yes. But because I heard him say that was it, so they're killing off a lot of Hugh Jackman. But it's Hugh Jackman. Like the guy doesn't get any older, really. He does get more ripped, though. Did you notice that? No, yeah. <laughs> they, they talk about they, they have this comparison chart of like how he looked in X Men without his shirt off versus how he looked mm-hmm. in like X Men Origins or whatever it was like that. And he was like totally more ripped. And they're like, wow, right. he ages well. Steroids. You think? Oh, you know, he's Australian. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> Australians don't use they it. They drink all the time. <laughs> Not, they don't drink steroids. <laughs> all right, Kent, let's go to your three. My number three comes out. Uh, it's June 10th, and it's rated PG-13, Joel. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, glad, I'm glad this is a theme. <laughs> it's The Conjuring 2. I was going to put that one. You didn't put it? It's an honorable mention. Okay, okay. Because, yeah, I, put, I also have a list of honorable because, mentions. Because I think The Conjuring is one of the best and most scary horror movies to come out since The Ring. Yes. Honestly. And, uh, but I'm worried that the sequel is merely a cash grab. And that's why I didn't put it on my actual list. Yeah, so director James Wan, who did Insidious, mm-hmm. The Conjuring, Saw, I feel like he has this great brainchild of ideas. Mm-hmm. And then he makes a movie which surprises everyone, and then he gets involved with the sequels. And I think like his original idea is just kind of watered down at that point, right? Because like Insidious Two wasn't great. No, Insidious One was was good. It got mm-hmm. a little goofy. People don't like the ending as much. Uh, but then Insidious Two, I like the movie. Yeah. I, I like it too. But then Insidious Two, I think we can both agree was a little, little hokey, little yes. uh, you know, boo most of the time instead of actual scares. Yes, but. and I mean obviously we can talk about the Saw franchise, but we don't need to. Yeah. And so that's what I'm worried about with oh, Conjuring 2. Oh, and then Annabelle. Annabelle, the spinoff of The Conjuring, I thought was terrible. Yeah. Like, there's nothing there. So then why is it on your most anticipated list if you don't have a lot of faith yeah. in the sequels of James Wan? Because I'm really hoping it's a thing. Like, I love Patrick Wilson and uh, Vera Farmiga in Lunch the role. Miriam. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even have a response to that. <laughs> Didn't you call Jake into a five-year-old in the last episode? <laughs> I may have. <laughs> So I, I love them as the Warrens, and I would like to see that kind of be a thing in movies, which is why I just have a lot of hope for this one. Mm-hmm. And the most recent trailer was pretty creepy. Like, it was really well done. Did you see that one? This isn't one of my anticipated, but the Lights Out? Did yes. Did you see the trailer for that? Yes. Holy cow, that caught me, and I should not have watched that right before going to bed. <laughs> like, it was based on that short. Yes. And uh, if you haven't seen it, Very it's a short. short. Is the short called Lights Out it as is. well? It's this little, like, five-minute, seven-minute video or something like that about every time they turn off the lights, a figure appears. And when they turn on the lights, it's gone. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, that triggered something in me, and I was I was quite scared after that. Mm-hmm. I'm not, a, I'm not a, too ashamed to admit that I get scared of things. Right. I really like The Conjuring. It, you know, there's just weird stuff that, you know, ties that strange, weird haunted spoons I have in my work desk right now but from does. the Amityville house. He has actual an actual spoon. You spoons or spoon? Spoon. He has a spoon and a pillowcase. A pillowcase. From the Amityville, Amityville house. <laughs> it's so stupid. And, uh, I won't bring it home because I don't his wife want to be haunted. And I have touched the spoon. Well, we have spooned. What? <laughs> no. What? No. You guys, you guys love spoon. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, I'm very excited for this movie. The the story it's based off of, it doesn't really have the Warrens that much in it. Like, they kind of came after the fact, whereas they're kind of, obviously, falsifying the story for dramatic sake. Right. But the the actual story of this girl getting possessed is really, really creepy. So I hope they do it well. I hope they do it justice. I'm okay with falsifying horror movies if they're effective. Yeah. I just don't want boo scares. Boo scares are fine if they're used in moderation. But it takes a lot more talent to give that atmospheric horror like The Conjuring did where you just felt, you know, not at ease the entire movie. Something's off. Mm -hmm. And then when those boo scares would come, you're already built up enough for it that they're so effective. Versus one like, I don't know, What Lies Beneath? Fine. It's it's okay. But it's all boo scares. Almost the entire thing is just boo, boo. And that drives me nuts. Yep. Good choice. Thank you. Yeah. Well, question for you guys, though. Yes. Joel, actually, let's start with you. Big spoon or little spoon? <laughs> oh, you not <laughs> I'm little spoon all the way. <laughs> all I knew Gim would be on it. Are the we, way. Are we talking about with our spouses, right? No, I with each other. No, right? no. Okay, fine. Spouses. Well, like little spoon, you know, you you have full range of arms. Our movement right there. Oh, that's true. That's nice. Like if you're big spoon, <laughs> one arm is like tucked up inside or that? underneath, and if it's underneath. Your arm falls asleep. Oh, I know that's the worst, right? Yeah, it's the absolute worst. It doesn't fall asleep if you have your arm like in that in the between couch cushions, and then it's able to kind of rest in between. Oh, that's unique. Couch spooning. It's positioning. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I'm glad we got you onto this topic. I just had (laughs) no. We got a little PSA for everyone. Find that gap between the cushions for your arm if you're going to be. My problem with being little spoon is I'm six two, and so it. You know, so it's, it's got to be well, a huge. Is, woman. <laughs> I was going to say, isn't, isn't your wife seven foot four? <laughs> yeah. yeah, she'd have to be to handle that. <laughs> wow. <laughs> All right. My number two uh, actually comes out in June second, and it's now you see me too. I'm kidding. Oh, good. <laughs> no. No, Now You See Me too. by the way, is, um, it, it's one of those that I think is a terrible missed opportunity because the first one was called Now You See Me. Mm-hmm. Why did they not name the sequel Now You Don't? That would have been good. It would also, have been really good. they replaced Isla Fisher, and that's a horrible mistake. And they replaced her with, like, isn't she supposed to be the same character? I'm not sure. I can't tell from the previews, but I hope not because they don't look anything alike. No. But and, like, why wouldn't Isla Fisher be in this movie? I don't know. I have to find out. She's, she's really busy with, you know, helping Borat out. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. But uh, my number two actually comes out May 6th, and it's Captain America Civil War. This is one of those everyone's going to be anticipating, and uh, I think it's because of all the hype surrounding it. I I really hope it's good because the Captain America franchise has been pretty solid so far. The first movie was a great setup movie. The second movie was a great uh, political thriller superhero movie. And I hope that this one – I think it's weird they're calling it Captain America Civil War only because it does feature a lot of the Avengers – but right. I do think that it has the chance. Maybe they're putting it under that name so that people will. It, it's um, been joked about it. that it is Avengers 2.5. Yes. But from all the reviews I've read, this is a Captain America story. Like yeah. primarily. I hope so. That's good. And it's directed by the Russo brothers. Which, from Community, they kind of know what they're doing. Even Winter Soldier was one of the better Marvel movies. Yeah. And so I, I have faith in the director. I have faith in the actors. I have faith in the characters. I think it's going to be good. But I don't think you're going to like it, Kent, because I think it's going to be a, a, a pretty standard Marvel movie. You really think? We can pretty much trust that Kent will not like it. Because from everything I've read, overwhelming positivity. Like, everyone likes Spider-Man. Everyone likes Black Panther. Everyone liked Avengers. <laughs> I'm not going to go there. Which can't give it A-, <laughs> though. So. Yeah, he gave a minus, too. <laughs> so, yeah, he'll probably, he he'll probably re- like this one, too. He can't redact that ever. That's nope, written in it, stone. it is. So. Oh. <laughs> I hate you guys. <laughs> yeah, Join the point. club. So, but what do you expect from this movie? Just another fun Marvel movie? Or do you think it will give you something more? Because, 
Like it is more of the same, right? It is a lot and of are more you just the like same. here's another fun movie during the summer. But I think they've they've I actually do, contrary to what you may think, I do think they've kind of kind of worked in this relationship between Tony Stark and uh Captain America who they've kind of already had this bubbling under the surface, this little... Ad- like when they were chopping wood in the deleted scenes of Age of Ultron? <laughs> no, like, I mean... No, they haven't. Just, no, in Age of Ultron, they have that thing where Tony Stark obviously overstepped his bounds, and so then Captain America is like, okay, well, I don't, I'm not really cool with this. You like how I call him Tony Stark and Captain America? <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> he's always Captain America. Right. Whether he has the mask on or not. Jake, can you, can you tell me Captain America's alter identity? Uh, Steve Rogers. Yeah, I'm surprised you got that, because I don't think a lot of people could get that. <laughs> Well, it's, in, it's Cap. But we also know that in the comics, and maybe this is a spoiler alert, I'm not sure, but we know that in the comics, other people are, are able to take up that Captain America mantle Yes, after Steve Rogers. And I think that's what we're going to see here. My hope for the movie is that there are stakes. That's what I want from this Marvel movie. I prefer ribs, but <laughs> really <laughs> stakes. Oh, steaks all the way. Uh, barbecue ribs smothered in bar- oh, okay. barbecue sauce. Yeah, yeah. I do love that. Tennessee yeah. style. Let's go ribs. No, season, season, season prime rib. Basically, oh, we're going to hope too. that Captain America has ribs. Are we hungry? <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, we're still Some hungry. broken ribs. <laughs> yeah, but it, I mean... No, like I want someone to die other than some random character they introduced th- in this movie. It's going to be Black Panther. He's going to die first. Yeah, the, no way, because they have a franchise coming. <laughs> they do have a franchise coming. But uh, but I hope that it maybe not follow the comics exactly, because I, I hear it's a huge departure. Mm-hmm. But I, I I know a lot of contracts are coming to a close. Are we allowed to talk about the comics in this context? Yes. Because we, we, we don't know if the movie's going to follow the comics, but in the comics, Steve, Roger, Steve Rogers gets, spoiler alert, Steve Rogers gets assassinated. Yes. And it's this whole tragic thing of like him laying on the stairs of the courtroom and all that, and it's and just so you know, the guy who upsetting. the guy who plays Bucky, whoever he is, he signed on for like nine Marvel movies. After you think this he's going to take up the mantle? I don't see how because he hardly has the star power that Chris Evans does. But his name is Bucky. <laughs> his name is Bucky, Worst and he wears name. dark eyeshadow. Chris Evans has to move on to another superhero before he gets too old. Oh, yeah, that's a really good idea. He's going to have to hurry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Captain America: Civil War, my number two choice. All right, my number two choice is, and here we go with, like, the big summer movies, X-Men Apocalypse. This is where I'm like, yeah, okay, I'll follow the crowd. I love X-Men. In fact, even though they're Marvel, you love X-Men. Yes, even though they're Marvel because, I, I, you know, I didn't really care about the Avengers growing up. I cared about Spider-Man, mm-hmm. but Spider-Man was more independent of the Avengers for, yeah. for most of the time. Right. But the X-Men, I mean, just being a kid, they were some of my first comics the 90s cartoon series Love was just cartoon. so instrumental. Yeah. Yeah. Scott. It's <laughs> <laughs> my favorite thing ever. Yeah. Yeah, like, I remember this used to come on Saturday morning at 10 a.m. And there were times when I'm like. Back when they had Saturday morning cartoons. Right. Isn't that crazy? So boring now. And, I, and I'd be like, I'd wake up at like 9.50 just in time for the show. Ooh, early riser. <laughs> right. I'd be up at like 6 watching Wish Kid. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Macaulay Culkin cartoon not, where he gets the baseball glove that grants what? wishes. Yeah. I don't know wow. about this at all. Never what, heard what, of this. It wasn't very successful. I wasn't awake that early. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I remember like my dad would be like, go mow the lawn. And I'd be like, what is X-Men's going to be on? Maybe you got up earlier, son, instead of at 9.50 on a Saturday. <laughs> Give me 30 minutes, please. <laughs> it's in the middle of like the Amazon jungle saga. You know, <laughs> I loved this show. And I, I, I really think, yes, these X-Men movies are, they rank a lot lower than like some DC movies per se, mm-hmm. but I think they take the comedy of Marvel 
and the dark tones of DC and gel it perfectly together. And some people may not know the difference between who owns the X-Men versus who owns the Avengers. Yes. You want to talk about that real briefly? Well, basically, in the late 90s, early 2000s, everyone is just like, hey, let's try this out. X-Men was one of the first, obviously, in 2000. 2000. And so Fox... Oh, well, Marvel was bankrupt. It was a bankrupt, bankrupt company. Mm-hmm. So Fox said, hey, can we make a few of your movies? And they're like, sure, whatever. They made X-Men. It did really, really well, surprisingly. Mm-hmm. And then Sony's like, we want in. We're going to buy Spider-Man from, from Marvel. Which is 2002. 2002. 2002, that's right. And after, so yeah, after. they continued on with those franchises, both very successful. Even X-Men The Last Stand, which was, come on. Still successful, yeah. though. Right. Crazy and yeah. Fantastic Four, also owned by Fox at that time. They tried to make that make that su- successful, and we know how that's turned out. Which is amazing to me that they can have the X-Men franchise owned by Fox, mm-hmm. Fantastic Four owned by Fox, and watching the two of them just kind of take different paths. No, it's really weird. And when X-Men First Class was made, it was going to be a disaster. This was Fox's attempt to keep the franchise and not give it back to Disney. And it worked out. Yeah. Like, people went and saw, they made money, they're like, we're going to keep this going. Whereas, like, movies like Daredevil, which Fox also owned, mm-hmm. they're like, yeah, take it. We're not going to do anything I mean, with this. we saw what happened with that. Right. But it's funny, it's funny to me that Spider-Man is finally making its way into Disney's Marvel as opposed to Sony's Marvel. Mm-hmm. It it's, it's, gives me hope for the future of uh, cross uh, No, I think there will be a lot of marketing. collaboration. I think uh, Fox has a lot more play right now than Sony did with Spider-Man. Right. Because, you know, Amazing Spider-Man 2 is c- considered a misfire. By Sony. It's, and it, so they're like... By everyone. They're like, help us. Just help us. You know, Disney Marvel. Because... And, and I should state in this series of events that Disney bought Marvel... Right. ...in the mid-2000s and said, let's try with your B-list heroes. Which... Iron Man? Yeah. No one would have thought Iron Man would have been that big because no one really knew who he was. And then they make the movie with Robert Downey Jr. And all of a sudden, he's a household name. Right. But I think that the, the studios are realizing that the rising tide raises all ships and that if you get people to movie theaters, everyone succeeds. Yes. Because that's what they need. But no, uh, I've expected every X-Men since X-Men 3 to be an absolute failure because they've disappointed me quite a bit. But when I saw First Class, I'm like, holy cow, I like that movie. I mean, granted, it was due in large part to James McAvoy and Michael Fassbender. Yeah. But I was like, great. I like them. I loved it. And then Days of Future Past had like 30 people in the cast. And I said, there's no way. This movie's going to be an absolute flop. Loved the movie. I'm worried about the threequel thing. Yep. It's the curse of the three. But it it doesn't say the number three in it. It's not like X-Men 3 or X-Men the third movie or anything like that. It's just X-Men Apocalypse. So you really don't know it's a third. So just go into it thinking, hey, this is like the sixth one. Right. That'll make it better, right? But Oscar Isaac plays Apocalypse. Apocalypse is one of the greatest and most comic booky villains of the 90s cartoon and comic book. So I hope they pull it later, but yeah. I I hope it works. Because this is like... Do you know Apocalypse very well? Yes. Maybe you should tell everybody about him because he's kind of a... He's essentially the first mutant. He's a big purple guy. He's bluish, bluish purple. Yeah. But he is kind of like this, even more than Magneto. You know how Magneto wants to just have mutants rule everything? He's purple. Like, Apocalypse will make... (laughs) He's more maroon. (laughs) Apocalypse is basically the master race. He has four horsemen. Which he'll just interchange at any time. But like, if he has that agenda, why wasn't he doing it, you know, when he was building the pyramids or he, whatever? He basically comes in to end civilizations and then hibernates is what oh, he does. Ooh, okay. Yeah. And so this is his new awakening. And I think it will end really tragically. I just hope nothing happens. Well, casting-wise, I hope James McAvoy and Michael Fassbender stay on with this series for a long, long time. So I hope they keep it going. We'll see. But it's a new cast in this one. 
I'm a little bit worried, but we get to see Evan Peters more as Quicksilver, so I'm happy. Yeah. yeah. It was so sad when, spoiler, he died in Age of Ultron. <laughs> Yeah. Was that him? Because I wasn't really sure. They couldn't really say his name or what his powers were. No, but they couldn't. Uh, all right. So number one's for best. Uh, number one most anticipated movie Should we go at the same time? This summer. Sure. One, two, three. Neighbors 2 Sorority <laughs> Rising. <laughs> I was waiting for that. No? Not that one? You saw the first one, huh? No, I didn't. I'm I didn't think Jake would let you. No. <laughs> Jake won't let me. And I'm not going to see that one either. I think it's a... a are you sure that's not movie. on your list? It's it's not on my list, actually. I mean, it is R. Because I think Ken and I are both agree our favorite movie comes out on August 5th, and it's Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad. <laughs> <laughs> are you telling me my favorite movie this summer is going to be Suicide Squad? I'm pretty sure it is. It is Suicide okay, Squad. It is Suicide Squad. Uh, and I, I, the funny thing is, looking back at uh, the director, David Ayer's work, I'm not a huge fan of anything he's done. Really inconsistent. What, what has he done? Uh, well, his most recent was Fury. Yes. Which I liked. Okay. Uh, and then before that was Sabotage, which yes. I didn't like. Ah. And then End of Watch. Street, End of Watch was great. Street Kings. Not great. And Harsh Times. Yeah. Are we going every other one here? <laughs> kind of. Uh-oh. That's awkward. <laughs> <laughs> no, that is an uh-oh. But I think that, and it, maybe it is because at first I was like, whatever, it's basically the Dirty Dozen in comic book form. You know, it's fine. I don't really know that much about it. But then when I saw the first trailer, I was like, okay, this is intriguing. Then I saw the second trailer and I went, I want to see this. This is the movie I really want to see. And not just because of Margot Robbie, just because I think it has the right tone. Is she in it? I think she may be playing Harley <laughs> Quinn. Because you guys haven't stopped talking about that. Maybe. <laughs> but uh, I have to admit, though, I'm not as excited for the Joker. I don't you, think... You're still not. I'm still not. It hasn't won you over. No. Even in the trailers, like when they show him, I was like, whatever. But when I see uh, Batman in the trailer, I'm all of a sudden like, oh, cool. Yeah, Batman's in this. We're Once again, we're cross-pollinating again with movies. And see, I, like I actually that. wish Batman weren't in the movie. Because you hate Batman and you're Because I'm the true Batman I, I'm a true, fan. A true Batman fan. Again, we want we go, him in there, yeah. Why do we have to bring up the fact that I'm the truest Batman fan in every show, Kent? <laughs> wow. I just think, like, this team is strong enough to stand on their own. I hope all time is given to helping them develop their characters, but at the same time, killing off the unimportant ones. Because that's what this movie's about. <laughs> Didn't I read something recently that they they did some reshoots with Batman to put more Batman in this? There are a lot of rumors going around. I think that's probably the most believable. Because Batman was a success in B- BVS. So, I think he'll be in it more. Yeah, and the, the scenes in the most recent trailer with Batman, I'm like... They put in like two or three. I, I, I kind of went, tee <laughs> <laughs> Like, I want this to be like a Harley Quinn story. I want this to be something pretty magnificent. Right. And so I, I hope they don't go too much into like origins and backstories. I just want this to be a romp. That's the problem with any ensemble movie. And I'm, I'm worried about it with X-Men Apocalypse. I'm worried about it with Captain America Civil War. And I'm worried about the Suicide Squad. Is when you have too many people and try to cram too many backstories, the story, the story itself, the plot arc gets watered down. Because you're spending all this time learning about these characters rather than the plot moving forward. And, and just if in case you guys aren't geeks like us, the listener, yeah. you know, if you don't know... The reason they get these bad guys to actually work for the government is they all have, like, chips. And there are many different versions or whatever. Doritos but, and Fritos. And, right. Yeah, they all have chips. They have Funyuns. Yeah. And the Funyuns will are explode. Funyuns chips? <laughs> Ooh, that's a good question. That, we should are do Bugles that. chips? Next episode. Ooh, that's good. Or are they, like, glorified pork rinds? Ugh. <laughs> right? Glorified pork names is a great band name. <laughs> we are glorified pork rinds. <laughs> But no, so they, they have these ships in their necks or heads or whatever. And if they at any time break the rules or decide to go AWOL, mm-hmm. boom. And this was done to a lesser extent on the TV series Arrow. Yes. Even though they, they have this weird reference to Harley Quinn, but they can't quite use her. They can't. And But they have Deadshot uh, in there. Who's actually good in the show. 
He's, he's a fine, yeah. I like him. You think of Deathstroke or you think of Deadshot? Oh, Deadshot. Because Deathstroke is the good one. De- De- Deadshot is kind of dumb. No, I like Deadshot. Really? Yes. Ugh. I wasn't a fan of that actor. His names are so stupid. <laughs> no, De- Deathstroke actually isn't no. in the Suicide Death Squad. Deathstroke, Deadshot, and Deadpool. I get those in my head mixed up all the time. And I, I wonder sure why. I'm the right one coming out. So Will Smith plays Deadshot. Woo! There you go. <laughs> Margot Robbie. I mean, uh, even Jai Courtney, who is a terrible, terrible actor. Jai Courtney. Dun, 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 Jai Courtney. Dun, 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 Jai Courtney. <laughs> Jai Courtney. Jake is looking at us. I have no idea what's going, going on. on. It's a Slumdog joke. It's a Jai Ho is the song. Oh, get it. Jai Ho. Yeah. But he's a terrible actor. He plays in a character named Captain Boomerang. Yeah. Captain Boomerang. We could, but I think. From what I've seen in the trailer, this movie's kind of in on the joke. Well, they have Killer Croc. Killer Croc. Who is an alligator man. Yes. And the you think any of these guys are going to die? Yeah. <laughs> Kent said the, the, the less important ones, which I'm intrigued to know which one do you think are the less important. Uh, all the other ones you don't know. <laughs> pretty much. I mean, is it going to really be Dirty Dozen, though, where they kill pretty much all of them? Like, they, maybe one lives? No, because there there will be a sequel. In fact, the sequel's already been announced. Well, wouldn't a sequel just be more... And they're actually going to cast yes. Tom Hardy yes. as, Jai, as Jai Courtney. But there's no way they're going to kill Harley Quinn. They're not going to kill Deadshot. It's Will Smith. Woo! You know, but I think they'll kill a number of them. And mm. I'm excited about it. <laughs> that's so weird. That sounds... That sounds so Kent. Right. But that, that's... It's kind of... This appeals to my fun dark side. Yeah. Like, I'm not totally just, like, all somber and everything. Like, I want it to be a little... In your face. And that's what Suicide Squad, the trailers at least, have done for me. And if it doesn't match up to the tone of the trailers, people are going to be disappointed. They will. Because it needs, it, it can't be the straightforward. Gritty. So you want just the Queen uh, Queen CD playing the entire time? I would actually be perfectly fine with that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so there we go. There's a top five. Uh, I had some honorable mentions. Uh, Legend of Tarzan because of Margot Robbie. Um, <laughs> that movie doesn't look geez. very good. It doesn't, but Margot Robbie's in it. Uh, I've never been a really big fan of the Legend of. I watched the trailer for the Legend of Tarzan, and I kind of went, "This looks exactly like every other Tar- Tar- Tarjan Tarzan Tarzan storytelling we've seen." That's their celebrity couple Robbie's name, Tarjan. Tarjan. Uh, I also mentioned Star Trek Beyond, although it's very intriguing how that movie is not done yet, and it comes out in July. It's not done. No. no. What? Yeah. Right. They're still working on it. Like, they had to go back and reshoot a bunch of stuff. And it's it's like they realized they didn't have the right product, but they had, still have the deadline, so they're scrambling to get it done before that. They should just postpone. They may. I'd rather have a good movie. I yeah, mean, no, same. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, do a holiday release. Yeah. And then I also had The Lobster on there. Hey, I have The Lobster, too. Yeah. What's The Lobster? The weirdest dang movie ever. This is Joel's <laughs> hipster choice, I guess. Well, but I've heard it's not good. I, can you see it, though? The reviews are not. Um, I don't know if I can. Jacob. It's been every film festival. Uh, it's been out in Europe for oh, a year. Oh, wait, yeah, I think I have heard of this. Here's the synopsis. In a dystopian near future, single people, according to the laws of the city, are taken to the hotel, where they are obliged to find a romantic partner in 45 days or are transformed into beasts of their choice and sent off into the woods. What the what? Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. And it's got, it's got uh, Colin Farrell. So he's going to turn into a lobster. Yeah. It's got Colin Farrell in it. And, and this isn't got, like uh, Human Centipede. Oh, this is like what's strange. The female, like, what's the female lead's name? Rachel Weisz. Thank you. Rachel Weisz is in it. It's very bizarre. It looks very bizarre, but it was that fun kind of bizarre, so I was intrigued by it. I'm intrigued, too. No, I, I, this is an honorable mention for me, too. Yeah. Uh, for me, also, I want to see Kubo and the Two Strings. Oh, yeah, the, the, the anime one. Yeah, the, well, it's... Well, it's not anime. I, if I, yeah, sorry. I'll Claymation. Leave. Yes. But it looks really cool. I know you don't really care for Henry Selleck and his work. No, I prefer Tom. With <laughs> You love the mustache. I do. But he did, like, Coraline. 
So his stuff is all a little dark. Coraline was one of the best 3D experiences I had in a theater, but I did not like the movie. And it it featured They Might Be Giants, and I didn't like the movie. I liked it. It's just messed up and not for kids. Like, no. strange audience placement in that one. Yes. He also did James and the Giant Peach and Nightmare Before Christmas. Right. Which, James and the Giant Peach, meh, but Nightmare Before Christmas, great Christmas movie. Great right. Halloween movie. Uh, there's right. a couple big ones that you guys haven't mentioned. Well, I, I'd like to know why. We may well, should we wait until that, that might be in the worst list? Okay, so okay, we'll go all right, that. I will wait on that then. Although I, I do have to say, I have a couple, a couple other honorable mentions which I'm going to actually save because I think you may mention them in your worst of list. But I do want to see the shallows because I am a sucker for crappy shark movies, and that's the one where the girl is is attacked. A surfer girl is attacked by a shark, and she's like 200 yards away from the shore on this little island, mm-hmm. this little rock formation, and the great whites just circling her in the shallow water, and that's all the trailer shows. It looked really creepy. Like, just at the very beginning of the trailer, it, you should go see the trailer, because at the very beginning, the camera's just in the water, and every time the water covers the camera, you just hear screaming. Kind of a strange move for Blake Lively, though, it right? Is. Like, I did not see well, that. Well, she, she'd probably be happy with any move right probably, now. Probably, that's true. Yeah, yeah. it's the only one way. It's up. Uh, all right, Kent, you want to go first on the bottom ones, and we'll go backwards that way? I do. My number five is... <laughs> Oh, no, let, let's clarify again. These okay. are the movies these you guys movies. want to fail. Yes. These are movies right? that are, they may be big and may get a lot of hype, but Kent and I don't want them to succeed, and we'll, we'll laugh. So this is basically fail. hashtag Kent cares throughout this whole section. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hashtag Kent cares, hashtag irony. Yes. All right. My number, number five. five. This will be no surprise. Jake, would you, would you tell me what my number five is? Born? Independence Day Research. Oh, I should have known. You're right. I totally should have known. This movie comes out June 24th, and the synopsis is, two decades after the first Independence Day invasion, Earth is faced with a new extrasolar threat. That's what they're calling it, extrasolar. (laughs) But will mankind's new space defenses be enough? No, here's the question. Why would you want this to fail? I mean, it obviously looks like it probably will. So wouldn't you want it to succeed? It will make so much money. No. It will be stupid. I hope that's I hope that's the case. Because I really think you. this is like a global I think it's a global patriotism movie, like the original. Not, not really not American. American not, patriotism? not American. Yeah. No. Not really. It's all American. And so this one basically Joel has to see this. This is like the true sequel formula. They're like, hey, it worked in the first movie, what should we do? Go bigger. And that's all this movie is. Everything basically the Star Wars method, right? Yes. <laughs> well, they didn't and reuse the original story too. You're uh, you're right. But uh, yeah. <laughs> so what we've done in the past twenty years is Will Smith decided not to be in this movie. Woo! Some kid, oh some random, <laughs> some random kid who is apparently his son. Yeah. Or I guess Buckwheat grown up. It's probably going to be Michael movie. B. Jordan because he's just getting every role these days or trying for every role. I think he even turned this world down. Oh wow. At one time, at one point of the trailer, Liam Hemsworth and Jeff Goldblum are on the moon watching the destruction on Earth. That happens. With Dr. Manhattan. <laughs> right. <laughs> this is Roland Emmerich, who hasn't made a good movie since Independence Day. Well, you're calling it a good movie now? <laughs> I'm talking an actual successful formula. No, because yeah, it's a good he's, movie. He's made money. He made tons of money with uh, no. 2012, day after to- or was it Day After Tomorrow? You keep naming so, crappy movies, They and that's made fine. lots of money. He made 10,000 BC. You bull- That was a crappy movie. He is. He's a hack. He's just a hack, and he doesn't know how to make quality film anymore, even accessible film. He made The Patriot, Kent. Which is so strange because I love the Patriots. <laughs> and he made Stargate. Okay, too. actually, no, no, that was Patriot was two thousand one. That's his last good movie. Okay, no Patriot. Yeah, well, here it says two thousand. But I'm just looking at his list here, and really, the only movies I like—it's a long list, twenty-two credits here. The ones I really like are the Patriot. Well, I don't even like Patriot that much. Independence Day and Stargate. Hmm. 
And they're both like kitschy, fun action movies. Right. Um, don't get me wrong. Patriot's fine. But it just felt like kind of playing on the Braveheart wave and in a different setting. I love it, though. It's, it's over drama, but it, it actually made me emotional. So you don't get emotional. No, that's a true story. What? We'll get into that in another show. Oh, that's right. Hashtag yeah. Kent feels. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> that could get a little weird. I could get. <laughs> All right. But, no, the thing, the thing about this movie is when they were talking about it, everyone's like, oh, you don't have to make that. And he's like, no, we have two scripts. One, if Will Smith joins the cast and one, if he doesn't. So it's like a choose your own adventure. That's, yes. That's fun. And Will Smith is like, I'd rather do Suicide Squad. And actually, it's surprising because Will Smith needs a big kick do like you, Independence Day 2. Do you feel like Will Smith on Suicide Squad is kind of him finally surrendering to, I can't be a leading man anymore. I can be part of an ensemble. I hope so. Because what was that movie that he said he didn't want to be a part of because he wanted to be the star? Oh, it was Django Unchained. That's what it was. Yeah, he wanted to be the star and didn't really like the yeah. idea of sharing it with Christopher Waltz. Yes. Christoph Waltz, excuse me. My Americanisms. But, uh, and so I, I really do think he was like, you know what? Not a lot's going well for me. I just have to join a big movie. And so basically, they killed him off screen in this movie already. On the Independence Day website, they give a timeline of what's happened since Independence Day. Mm-hmm. And like 10 years ago, he died in the desert in some test flight. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> so I, I want it to fail. I want it to be so dumb. <laughs> No, if he was in it, would you feel it's the same led way? It's by Jeff Goldblum. If he was who in it, who led the Lost World? If Will he Smith was in it, fly. if Will Smith was in it, would you still want it to fail? Still a cat no. grab. Really? I would actually be more okay with it. That would change your mind, dude. The guy has not aged a day in twenty years. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of impressive. He has a portrait of himself. Okay. Mm. Literary reference. <laughs> uh, all right, my number five uh, shouldn't be a surprise because I've already bashed on it on this show before. But it's Pete's Dragon. It's the live action remake of Pete's Dragon. Have you seen the picture of the, of Elliot? Yes. This list is so mean. <laughs> it's well, no, just I, I don't like I don't like the new trend of remaking classic Disney movies, and uh, I feel like this one they're going to change it too much. Having just watched Pete's Dragon, I just watched the original. I love the music. The movie it's it's stupid and dumb and whatever, but it's fun. Yeah, you can and have a razzle dazzle day if you want. Exactly. But this movie feels like, I mean, Robert Redford with his leathery face is like, I don't know about this. And then uh, Bryce Dallas Howard is like, hey, I'm in the village again, but not really. I'm on the other side. And the kid has been in the the forest for six years all on his own. He's this jungle Tarzan kid. I just don't buy it. And I don't. He's Mowgli. He's Mowgli, basically. They're not going to have the fun music. But this feels like it's one of those maleficent attempts where they're going to change the story and granted it's not exactly the same because maleficent was changing a story on a different completely different movie right but i feel like they're just going to take this movie and try and update it and make it cool instead of just making it that fun lovable disney movie it always was they've had huge success with jungle book doing the same thing though and making it largely cg can i can i just i want it's actually all cg really uh david lowry the director of pete's dragon let me just read off you some of his uh director's credits if i may Boy Crazy at the Drugstore. What? Boy Crazy Bikini Mishap. What? Boy Crazy Gets a Job. Boy <laughs> Crazy in Bed. And Boy Crazy Promo. Are these like his intro movies? And those are has... all shorts. In, in, are in, uh, are those like Cinemax? Like late night Cinemax releases? That, I don't know what they are. I just looked at the names and I was like, that's... <laughs> what, are, what are his real movies? <laughs> <laughs> those are his real movies. They're all shorts. So I don't have a lot of faith in him. I don't have a lot of faith in this movie. It's my five least anticipated and I want it to bomb. Isn't it crazy how much, how many Disney, uh, how many movies Disney is releasing this year? Disney's busy. It really is, yeah. Like Alice Two, Alice Through the Looking Glass. We have two Marvel movies. We have all this other crap. We have. It's a good time to be a Disney Rogue employee because no, it's true. They got they got solid work for like, the next couple of years. Would we consider this like Disney's golden age now? 
They're back into a golden age. I'd oh, say. absolutely! Yeah, it's definitely a resurgence, especially with Independence like the- Day resurgence. Oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> they bought the rights to that now. <laughs> they could. They, really they could. could. They could buy everything next year. They could. Anyway, so that's my number. F- my number right. five. Kent, number four. Yep. Number four is Star Trek Beyond. <laughs> oh, because of the technical issues. It's really made me lose confidence in this movie. Now, was it that, or was it the trailer for Star Trek with sabotage by the Beastie Boys? Yeah, man. Which didn't feel. It wasn't like it was, you know, uh, non-diegetic. It wasn't in the movie. It was like it was like they were actually listening to it at some point. They're like, "Oh, what's this song?" And I, don't know. I like that it wasn't the standard. Star Trek, and then you know, yeah. I'm just glad it wasn't the typical superhero soundtrack trailer. Except, but it was so ridiculous. It didn't feel anything like Star Trek. Except that's what they're doing now with a lot of these movies. Thanks, thanks to Guardians of the Galaxy for doing a hooked on a feeling during right. theirs, and everyone was like, "That's so cool." And then Suicide Squad does it, and then Star Trek does it. Mm-hmm. And I just thought, no, this is not the place or the movie for Sabotage by the Beastie Boys, it, it which bum- I like that song. It bums me out because I think J.J. did a great job of casting. First name basis? <laughs> First two initial basis. <laughs> <laughs> he did a great job. Of ca- I just call him Jay. Like he made with Star Trek, it's not a perfect movie, but he made Star Trek more accessible than Star Wars was at the time. Yeah, he did. And that casting was pitch perfect. It really did work out well, the casting. You know, Into Darkness was a mess. <laughs> it was. And, and, you know, good old JJ says that, too. Yeah. <laughs> good old JJ. Our friend yeah. Jay. Yeah. I'm on a first letter, initial basis. But this one, uh, the director of the successful Fast and Furious movies. Now, you've enjoyed these <laughs> Fast and Furious movies, though, right? <laughs> Enjoy- Why is that so funny? <laughs> that <is> funny. <laughs> Enjoyment is a hard thing to really describe in these movies. They're dumb, but he, he has a successful formula for being dumb but enjoyable at the same time. Kind of like this podcast. <laughs> right. Dumb but enjoyable. Bacon sale. But I don't want Star Trek to be that. Like, I'm excited they're going to a new place. I like that it's beyond. I like that Simon Pegg picked up the script and after Idris, it was yeah, a mess. Yeah, what are you thinking? Hating on a Simon Pegg thing. You want it, You want Simon Pegg to fail, he is wants, what you're he saying? He wants Benedict Cumberpatch back. Can I be honest? And Idris Elba. Simon Pegg without Edgar Wright? Not as good. Wow. I saw Paul. Paul not very was not good. good. Paul was not good. Simon Pegg with Edgar Wright well, and Nick run, Frost. Fat Boy Run, that was okay. Ah, not really good. It was okay. If, that's not what I want from a big Star Trek movie. It's true. I'm not saying I want this movie to bomb, Is I have zero confidence in this movie. Okay. Fair enough. My number four is Independence Day Resurgence. <laughs> what? <laughs> no. You love the original. You called it a great movie. It is. But this, once again, feels like, hey, remember that movie we did a while ago that everyone loved? Let's do that again. And also, I like uh, this. Sounds so naive, and I understand why. It, it, I, never, I understand it sounds that way. I like the happy ending of the original. We did it. We're done. Everything's fine. That's true. I don't like now that's like, oh, now they're going to come back and worse than ever, and things are going to be bad again. And that bothers me. And this is a planned trilogy, by the way. Yeah. Which? Oh, really? Can yes. we get over the trilogy thing? I understand three act plays and the rule of threes. But it feels like people are forcing these into trilogies now when they don't need to be, when they can be a completely fine standalone movie or even four movies, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. So fine. is this one going to have a start and a clear conclusion? Like, do you think, or is this going to be a hanger? I don't know. It I could think be- it's going to be a hanger, as you said. A hanger. Yeah. <laughs> Those good <old> hanger <laughs> no movies. No wire hangers. My prediction, if they're really, really clever, if they're clever, and I don't think they are, and they could keep a secret in Hollywood these days, end of the movie, Will Smith shows up. Can you keep a secret like that in Hollywood? No. But could you imagine, like, he's been dead for 10 years. Where's he been? So he shows up in the next movie. But he shows up at the end of this first movie. (laughs) He resurges. Yeah. (laughs) 
Maybe that's it. Or maybe we see his grave, and then right at the end, this dirt starts to rise <laughs> off. You just see a hand. All right, number three. All right, yeah. We're not. Yeah, we already talked about Independence Day enough, so we can just move on. Number three is Angry Birds. That made my honorable mentions. I truly hope that fails. Here's the synopsis. You ready? We've traveled back to 2010. <laughs> I think you have to go before then. <laughs> well before you knew Flappy Bird. <laughs> well before Candy Crush. There was Angry Birds. No, this is the IMDb synopsis. Find out why the birds are so angry. No. When an island populated by happy, flightless birds is visited by mysterious green piggies, it's up to three unlikely outcasts, Red, Chuck, and Bomb, to figure out what the pigs are up to. Bum? Bomb. 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 The one that blows up. <laughs> Well, 2009 is when the game came out, by the way. December 2009. So I wasn't far off. No, you were you were, you were on. Who the heck cares? I it was before then. No, why? Why now? Like, why now are we doing an Angry Birds movie? That made no sense to me. I'll tell Hold you on, why. What were you saying? I was busy playing Angry Birds. <laughs> Wait, are you in the toilet right now, Jacob? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a catheter. Oh, no. <laughs> he just plays all the time. Uh, I'm sorry I brought up the joke. <laughs> Don't take it any further. Uh, Jolo's bathroom jokes. <laughs> Heavens. So here's how catheters work, Joel. <laughs> no. <laughs> Talk about angry I'd rather have a catheter than watch this movie. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's your number three. Jake's crying right now. It's your number three. How bad is it going to get if you'd rather have a catheter for your number three? It gets worse. <laughs> Just why? I know. Okay, look. Animation, surefire hit. Any movie can be a hit. If it's animated these days, because people love to take their kids to garbage. And all of a sudden, it's not one ticket. You're buying five tickets for every game you go. Well, in my case, 26 tickets. (laughs) I like that you're making fun of yourself. No, he makes the joke now. That's for everybody else, Joel. Uh, Let us make fun of you, not you. Yeah. (laughs) We're spoiling our fun. Pull that quote out. Let us make fun of you, not you. (laughs) But I think you can agree, like, this is a useless movie. Yeah. Uh, Josh Gad is in it. It it didn't make my list because I'm apathetic towards it. Then I'm like, whatever. I'll probably see it with my kids, or I might rent it on DVD, so I can't not anticipate it. Is that how it works, Jacob? I'll, I'll tell you after the show. It's kind of complicated. <laughs> um, but I don't think three. you're getting it. So, yeah. All right. Number two. No, well, my number three. Oh, yeah. You're yeah, three. Because you did number three. Your number three was Angry Birds. Yes. My number three is actually Ghostbusters. Okay. July 15th, that comes out. And I... As soon as they mentioned their reboot, re- I want to clarify this. As soon as they mentioned they were rebooting Ghostbusters, before I heard anything about casting, my first thought was, no, that's a bad idea. Ghostbusters still holds up. It's still good to watch. It does not need, it's a classic that does not need to be remade. I sound so hipster when I say that. Oh, you're absolutely right. And then when they say things like, and it's an all female cast, I was like, fine, whatever. I still don't want to reboot it. And then they were like, okay, don't call this the girl Ghostbusters, but it's all girls. Okay, fine, whatever. Don't call us the girl Ghostbuster, but look at all our girl crew and our girl cast because we're all about girls. Looks um, cool, doesn't it? Sexist. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like, and that's what, the way they're marketing it is that if you don't agree with the reboot, you're a sexist, which is stupid because it's not about the reboot. It's about it's not about the cast. It's about the reboot itself. I think where they've failed is even in the trailer when they're like, you know, they have the slow piano music that you always have now in trailers. Yeah, and it's like thirty years ago. Four scientists, which is not actually accurate. Four yeah. scientists saved New York. Why? And then you're like, oh, cool, Ghostbusters. I love that freaking movie. Yep. And then they're like, and now, and it's basically like it's brain wipe, where they're not even, that's not even part of the story. It's not no. like 30 years ago in the movie. Which no. bothered me. It was it's like, a total reboot. It has nothing to do with the original story. And when they started out that 30 years ago, I was like, oh, are they going to try and tie? Nope. 
They're just saying, hey, remember that movie? We're making a new one. So basically what you're saying, Joel, is if it were all men, you would be excited <laughs> for this movie. No. Honestly, if they recast... Thunder Down Under, Stars and Ghostbusters. If, they, if we had to recast this movie and they ended up putting like Josh Gad and uh, Bradley Cooper, oh. I wouldn't be happy with it because I think it's, it's a bad idea from the start. I do think the ghosts and the effects are going to be a little bit cooler and the visuals are going to be fun that way. I disagree. Well, they darn well better be. Because it's been, you know, maybe the trailer years. makes you think they're going to be worse, if anything. But I, I thought like the ghost, I, I, thought, slime, like, yeah. I thought that ghost actually looked kind of cool, but I just don't think the story has it in any it. cooler than the librarian thirty years ago. That librarian still creeps me out. Right? Yeah, Slimer's better. Uh, yeah, and I just think this is just a terrible attempt by them to. I don't know. They don't even need to cash in on it. It's just a dumb idea. It's a dumb idea. It's a really dumb idea, and that's why it's my number two. Ooh, moving yeah. right into that. Next. I thought it was going to be your number one. I thought it, it was too. Almost was. Huh. All right, I think we may have the same. I well, there is. This is a movie I want to bomb just because this is like Paul Feig is basically like I'll edit him, but he's like f the haters. Yeah, and just family friendly the haters. It's like no, your trailer wasn't very good. Like try to market your movie a little bit better. Like the one he lives in, and you'll or... create <laughs> the double wide. <laughs> yeah, well, create they... excitement for a project that people are already uncertain of. And they keep going back, though, to if you hate it, then you're sexist. Yes. And it's like, how dare you not like my cast? And it's like, no, it's not the cast. It's the movie. And then if this movie bombs, it's going to be this huge commentary discussion on why Hollywood and the viewers and the world is sexist. When really, it's just a poor product. Well, I shouldn't say that. I have not seen it. It could be good. And and I'll be honest. It could be good. I could eat my words. Uh, The director and Melissa McCarthy, for example, he's worked with in every movie he's done. Yeah. He knows how to create chemistry with... Her and anyone else she's with. And Kristen Wiig is funny. Kristen Wiig is very, very funny. I like Kate McKinnon, too. Kate, Kate McKinnon's McKinnon. great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's say Jones. Anyway, so... <laughs> like, she, she has he group. knows how to create chemistry within characters. His movies are... He has the Judd Apatow thing where his movies are always 30 to 40 minutes too long. Right. Even if his movie's an hour and a half long. Yeah. But there will be good moments in this. It's just way too slapstick. I just... I want it to fail. And I want to spoil the movie. Actually, no... No, don't spoil More the about the plot than I should. Oh, you do? It's basically Ghostbusters. No, stop spoiling. Which is kind of ridiculous. I, I just don't, I don't know. I don't see it. I, I, don't, I don't think it's going to do well. Frankly. How could it be anything else, though? I mean, that's but obviously what they're going to do. If it's good, though, can you, can you just think for a moment. I just want you guys to imagine for a moment. What if it's good? What if we watch this movie and we genuinely like it? I'll tell you how this movie could be good. If it was like Ghost Hunters... If the movie was called Spirit Hunters or something like that. You want the original Ghostbusters with the ape? <laughs> not, Let's you know, go. the real Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. But, like, had they called this any other movie? Like, what if they were, like, you know, like a cable Parano- show? Paranormal a Paranormal Investigator, investigator yeah. show. Wisps. This would actually... <laughs> right. Great name. They would actually... It would actually be kind of like a fun idea, but I feel like they're trampling on a legacy. Yes. Just, That's what it is. Just for the name, and they don't know anything about the legacy or are giving tribute to it at all. No. Although, I think Dan Aykroyd's going to be in the movie. No, there will be cameos by everyone. Oh, yeah? Maybe a Harold Ramis ghost or whatever. Oh, too soon. <laughs> That's messed up, Kent. Jeez. <laughs> I have to get one of those every show. All right, speaking of too soon, my number two is... Comes out June 3rd. Kent, you want to take a guess at my number two? Too bad. It's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Out of the Shadows. I don't like the reboot. I, have, I, I watched it. It was completely unnecessary. I think that uh, Teenage, Mutant Ninja, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2 Secret of the Ooze is really fun, even though it's stupid and Vanilla Ice dances in it. This movie's going to be worse than that. And I, I hate that Michael Bay is making money off of these movies because they're not good. They're kind of sloppy and just these half-hearted attempts at, at, well, 
I think I'm picking up a theme here that I hate cash grabs. Okay. And yeah, that makes sense. This feels like another cash grab where it's like, oh, yeah, we did so great with the last one. Which I didn't think the last one did that great. And then they're going to bring on Arrow on this one as Casey Jones, Stephen Amell. Mm-hmm. And I think... He's a great actor. <laughs> <laughs> he's great when he's that serious brooding type, but mm-hmm. every time he tries to branch out into any of his person, any of his other personalities in that show, it feels really weird. And I just think that this, I mean, this movie has Tyler Perry in it, Kent. And I'm just already not Tyler like Perry was in Gone Girl. I know. That's true. He was also in Star Trek. The first Star Trek. He was in the oh, courtroom. Okay, there you go. So it's not to say he's not great, but it's just this movie has a lot not going for it. And so I'm going to say Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, uh, Secret of the Out of the Shadows Ooze, it's not going to do very that well. That is on my honorable mentions for best. No, it's not. Seriously. What? Why? Most anticipated? Will this movie be a train wreck? Absolutely. It will be awful. But man, if this isn't the movie I asked for when I was 11 years old. No, think about it. You're watching the early 90s Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and you're going, if I could only see a movie with Bebop and Rocksteady. We had Snapping Turtles. Stop that. (laughs) Razor and Claw or whatever. Razor and, uh, oh, what's his name? These strange knockoffs. And if I could only see uh, the Technodrome, if I could see Krang, this movie is saying, you know what? Who cares? Here's everything you ever wanted. Granted, it's 25 years too late. Toka and Razor. Toka and Razor. So stupid. <laughs> babies. They're babies. But with the latest trailer, I actually went, is that Tyler Perry's playing Baxter? We're getting a Baxter reference here? Who We're are We're getting Fred you? Armisen as Krang? Who are you? I, I, yeah, I don't even know what to make of this. No, no, no. I think this movie will be so bad it's good, but it is wish fulfillment. This is the movie that we we should have seen 25 years ago. So basically, no, you're explaining why you liked Batman versus Superman. B- Batman versus Superman was like, for me, it was like modern Kent darkness, but plus the wish fulfillment was when I was a kid. This is so This weird. is more like, this will be dumb fun. I feel like we're in the Twilight Zone right now. This is bizarre to have you even come close to endorsing a Michael Bay noise movie. Let's all just have a moment of silence for the Kent that we knew. Yeah. <laughs> How do I say goodbye <laughs> to yesterday? <sighs> you're, you're trolling us. No, he's not. I'm not. I, I'm, ad, I'm obviously adding a disclaimer of this will be a bad movie. But man, they're, they're delivering on everything that no. you wanted from kids, a Turtles movie. No, kids, watch the original live action Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles trilogy. No, do not do that. The first one's good because Raphael swears. That's about it. And (laughs) Casey Jones is freaking cool. Turtles 2 and 3. No. Turtles 2 is great. April O'Neil and 2 is good. Turtles 2 is not good. Turtles 2 is good. is not a good movie. Watch it again. It's good. Really? Yes. Watch it again. That's hilarious right there. Remember when they get caught in that net and then Leonardo has swords and he's like, how do I get out of this net? He couldn't reach them. He couldn't reach them because parents' councils wouldn't allow him to use his swords. No. No, two it's is a great. bad movie. Three is not that good, but man, I like the soundtrack. Don't call it the Turtles trilogy. It's the trilogy. It's almost like the Matrix where there's really only one movie. All right, what are we two? Number ones? <laughs> number one. We're on our number ones. Kent, go first. All right, I'm going to give my honorable mentions first for bad. All right, that's fair. Uh, Alice Through the Looking Glass. Okay. Thank heaven. <laughs> right. <laughs> I didn't care for the first one, but it made a billion dollars. A billion dollars. Ridiculous. So ridiculous. And I really think... Uh, the reason I want this to bomb is that Disney, you know, they're having a great success. Are we giving large descriptions of all of our honorable mentions? No, 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 no. Real quick. We're already at running time. Disney is having great success with their live action uh, features, but they've never really done a live action sequel based off of an, a cartoon adaptation. This is their first. If this one 
just rules the box office, they will do this for every movie. Jungle Book sequels already planned. Uh. And so there's this one's very telling. I'm really worried that people will see this because I haven't seen it, but the first one wasn't good. So if that's any indication. Uh, otherwise, it's just animated movies because you know me. Secret Life of Pets looks terrible. Ice Age Collision Course, why? Do you have one on there that says just anything Pixar makes? <laughs> <laughs> no, because Finding Dory is not on my list. And then um, that's true. Sausage Party. Oh, yeah. I really don't want to the see The movie that. everyone must see. <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> Seth Rogen, Jonah Hill. Can't get enough of those guys. Oh, yeah. It's great. Okay. <laughs> you number one. Number one is called Nine Lives. Oh, uh, I don't know how to react. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got to love that. No, seriously, crickets. Yeah. It stars crickets. Kevin Spacey. And let me read the synopsis. Oh, no. I do know this one. Tom's, oh. It's really long, by the way. Tom's workaholic lifestyles disconnected him from his family, particularly his wife, Laura, and their adorable daughter. Uh, the daughter's birthday comes, and she wants the gift that she's asked for for every year. A cat. <laughs> Tom hates cats. But he is without a gift and running out of time. His GPS directs him to a mystical, mystical pet store. Are you guys still here? Yeah. <laughs> no, you're not. I was trying to show how bored I was. And then Jacob's like, you can't eat. <laughs> so he goes to a mystical pet store, brimming with odd and exotic cats, where the store, store's eccentric owner, Christopher Walken, presents him with a majestic tomcat named Wait. Mr. Fuzzy Pants. <laughs> Wait, oh majestic gosh. Tomcat or remote control? Uh, while, while on the way to his daughter's party, he, Tom has a terrible accident. When he regains con- consciousness, he discovers that somehow he has become trapped inside the body of the cat. Adopted by his own family, he begins to experience what life is truly like. Dot, dot, dot. Ugh. Wow. Kevin Spacey becomes a talking cat. Now, that was the synopsis I was waiting to hear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was, that's pretty much it. But, I mean, that's... That's just bad. The trailer is bad. Jennifer Garner plays his wife, and I, I really wish she could catch a break because she's not awful, but she picks the worst roles. She's got a bad agent. And Kevin Spacey, you're better than she needs this. To do a serious thing. That's all she needs, right? Like uh, some nine good lives? movie. She, she could be one of the superhero movies. Like maybe she could be Electra. Yeah, that's not a bad thought. <laughs> so this one comes out August fifth. I want this movie to fail so bad. I think it will. I just why. It just seems like why? A really bad idea. It, right. it just this. It, it's not 1992 anymore. Why do we need movies like this? Well, I'm kids, in the body of a cat. Need, kids still need movies. True. I feel like kids are smarter than we used to be. I'm not so sure. <laughs> I think it's the opposite, <laughs> if anything. Whoa! All right. All right. That's my, my number one. <laughs> my honorable mentions. I actually did put Finding Dory on there. Why? Cash grab. Oh, uh, wow. Secret Life of Pets. Now you see me too. Ice Age Collision Course. And Angry Birds. So, mostly animated. Mostly animated, oddly enough. Mm-hmm. My number one least anticipated I wanted to bomb movie is Alice Through the Looking Glass. Okay. I did not like the first one at all. I really didn't enjoy it. And then uh, when I found out they were making another one, I was like, why? And it's because it made a billion dollars. Yep. Which bothers me. Also, looking at the director, James, James Bobin, looking at his work, he did The Muppets, which I really enjoyed. Very good movie. But he also did Muppets Most Wanted. And those are basically his only two features. So he's doing about 50% right now. Uh, and I think that this movie... It's borrowing from the first. It's just going to be a Burton. lot of noise and visuals and tongue-in-cheek, hey, we're saying funny things, but we're even though we're in a different time period. But Sasha Baron Cohen is in it. Is the villain. That'll be fun. Helen he, Bottom Carter's there. He makes a great lemur. Uh, but <laughs> Johnny Depp is back? No. It really... <laughs> Everyone's no. back. I think everyone loves the Alice in Wonderland story because, you know, it's a classic story. 
I think anything beyond that is not as good. Yeah. And so I think they're trying to, to base a story off something. On a, they're trying to base it off a lesser story, but trying to do the same type of cash grab. So Alice the Looking Glass, my least anticipated movie of the summer. Yeah. I really wanted to fail. That's why I was yeah. like, don't That's talk about perfect, it. Stop talking about it again. <laughs> Stop talking about it. That's what I was getting after you because I'm like, it's mine. Oh, Jake, so- I got to ask you. Okay. Most anticipated, least anticipated. Can you do that off the top of your head? Well, first, I kind of wanted to get these out before I forget. So where's Big Friendly Giant, Born, and uh, Warcraft? They're in the middle. Right like, in the middle. They're just not worth bringing up. Right in the middle. Yeah, because I, I, I'm not particularly upset any of those are being made, but I'm not particularly thrilled any of them. I think Warcraft made. will bomb. But I, I will too. I would like to see a cool fantasy movie. Honestly, I hope it works out. Loctar. See the one I would. Zug zug. Yes, I, would, I would love to see that one work out. We're being attacked. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. No, Warcraft two for all you fans out there. All right, I'd really like to see Independence Day succeed, actually, because no one thinks it will. And it would be really cool if it was awesome because the nostalgia of the first one is still with me. And I loved it as a kid. As a teenager, because that was just the, the coolest movie. the most American movie of all time. Obviously, it's the most American movie of all time. So. Biased. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, no. And Ghostbusters, yeah, feels forced. And if that failed, that would... I mean, just flat on its face <laughs> would be fine. <laughs> because you're a I sexist. Mean, it, has, it has an 18 million opening or something like that. Like, I, I think after all the hype and all the marketing and everything, everything they put into that if it just just bombed uh because i don't like being force fed it, it feels force fed so yes. anyway and it's probably because I, joel's rubbing off on me and i'm just becoming a sexist so <laughs> <laughs> thank you for not including me in that what why did i get put it on <laughs> thank that? you so much uh, uh, kid just makes me hate things but yeah <laughs> kent feels no, <laughs> not, never gonna catch on. cannot wait till that's shared on Twitter. <laughs> no, oh uh, yeah. Well, okay. there we go. There's our summer, our most anticipated and least anticipated movies for the summer. We hope you enjoyed the list. And if you have anything you want to add to the discussion, we covered a lot of movies. But if we missed any that you want us to talk, that you want, wish you would have talked about, let us know at baconcell.com or on our Facebook page or on Twitter. Uh, by the way, you can find me at 76Joel on Twitter, or you can also catch me at Quick Wits. They perform every Saturday night at 10 o'clock. For more information, you can go to our Facebook, Quick Wits Facebook page or go to qwcomedy.com. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Kenny3DD. You can also find my re- reviews at ShowtimeShowdown.com and every Friday morning at 8.30 a.m. on KJS Channel 14. Kenny D. Yeah. You can find me uh, on Twitter at Jacob A. Rogers and this really cool podcast called Bacon Sale. Hey! hey. Yeah. Listen to that one sometimes. So until next week, this has been Bacon Sale. <laughs> Woo! While you chew it, say goodbye a little longer. Make it last a little longer. With Big Red! We've traveled back to 2010. Because today, we are talking about Jacob. Yeah, he's good stuff. It worked, yeah, it worked really well the first year, so let's just do it again. Yeah. And for some reason, that triggered something in me, and I was I was quite scared after that. Let's do that again. And it's rated PG-13, Joel. Oh, too soon. <laughs> That's messed up, Kent. Isn't this R? Yeah. I'm st- I can still anticipate R-rated movies, Jacob. <laughs> Jake, could you leave him alone a little bit? I, I did leave it alone. He brought it up again. <laughs>
it's fine. We figured it out. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Don't whatever the show. <laughs> Just make this conversation. He was, he was end. whatevering the show before we even started. Yeah. He's over there like as whatever. Long, as long as this conversation can end, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> I, I want it to fail. I want it to be so dumb. So this I is basically fail. hashtag Kent cares throughout this whole section. Yeah. That's so weird. That sounds. That sounds so Kent. Hashtag yeah. Kent feels. I feel like we're in the twilight zone right now. So let's all just have a moment of silence for the Kent that we knew. Scott! Well, question for you guys, though. Yes. Joel, actually, let's start with you. Big spoon or little spoon? Uh-oh. That's awkward. <laughs> no, that is an uh-oh. We can pretty much trust that Kent will not like it. And I have touched the spoon. Well, we have spooned. You love the mustache. I do. Too ashamed to admit that I get scared of things. Right. What the what? This list is so mean. It's dumb but enjoyable. Make it sale. Well, what were you saying? I was busy playing Angry Birds. Let us make fun of you, not you. Yeah. Quit <laughs> spoiling our fun. No. That's a bad idea. Babies! They're babies! And it's probably because I, Joel's rubbing off on me and I'm just becoming a sexist. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know how to react. It was, like it was a little soft. Wiggle your... No, 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 not on the microphone at all. Just wiggle your body.